this is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is Everything You Want to Know Without an Appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Just a Smidge More. I'm Holly Stillings, and I'm here with Brandy Henson. Hello. And today we have Chris Horn, and he is this artist. You are. You're an artist. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And you own the nude tattoo. Yes. And it is, I've been researching all of your work, and it's so cool. It is surgical scar camouflaging and skin lightening medical tattoos, right? Yeah. You you explain it a little bit better. (laughs) So- the you know the industry essentially is is under ten years old, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's in its infancy by all accounts, and um, and literally it, what this man can do with a uh-huh. scar, or I mean the list goes on and on. Let me just say the list real sure. quick so people can get in the right mindset as we're going through this: tummy tuck scars, liposuction scars, um, double mastectomy, areola. Um, old eyebrow uh, tattoo, camouflage, facelift, arm lift, dark intimate areas, birthmark, uh, wine mark, vitiligo, stretch marks, sunspots. The list goes on and on. Yeah, there's a lot, but it's all it's all compact, right? Within the same criteria, we, uh-huh. we any type of skin discoloration, right? And so we can break it down into three areas hypopigmentation, which is anything that's lighter than your natural skin color. Right. Then you have hyperpigmentation. And the, the best way to get that is is uh, your melanocytes, right? Those are the cells that produce your skin tone. Mm-hmm. So you take the word hyper, and it's like giving your can, your, your kids candy before bed, right? So yeah. they're, they're overreacting, they're hyperactive. So they're producing more color. So you've got hypo, anything lighter, hyper, anything darker. And, and we take that category into the idea that that can be Dark underarms, um, dark under eyes, mm-hmm. um, the birthmarks, tattoos, anything of that nature. Uh, and then stretch marks, although it's a scar, mm-hmm. right? It's a different type of scar because it's not typically, it doesn't go through all three layers of tissue, right? Like a surgical scar does. And so with surgical scars, you get a combination of hypo and hyper, but you also have other issues, right? Like um, hypertrophic scars, scars that are raised, keloiding, yeah. different things like that. But stretch marks, they're usually because that that stretching is done in the dermis, in the middle layer of tissue, not in the outer layer or underneath it in the, the fatty layer. So it's usually dipped or pitted. Mm-hmm. So though, though any any skin, you know, related to, to that, we, we do. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. How the heck did you get into this? Well, because we love people stories. We love the human interest story, right? Like what, like there's nothing more interesting than people. So how did you get into this? Yeah. You know, this isn't something when I was, when I was a kid that I thought, oh man, when I grow up, I want to tattoo vaginas. Right. Yeah, you didn't list not, it on your third no, grade. No, it was like, it was a cop right? <laughs> story or, about your life. Absolutely, yeah. you know the whole firefighter thing. Sure, like, that's what you you think about. Um, so I I did kind of follow that path. I I did six years in the Navy. I was a combat mm-hmm. search and rescue swimmer, and when I got out, I noticed I was losing some hair. 
right? And this will make a long story short. I, I remember going to Disneyland mm-hmm. and I took off my hat. I always wore a hat, right? And I saw my reflection in one of the windows and I noticed how bad my hair loss had gotten. Interesting. And I had the worst day at the happiest yeah. place on earth. And you can believe I made sure to make everybody around me have a bad time too, because misery loves company. <laughs> yes, you can't just be miserable yeah. yourself. No, you no, need company. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to get the whole crowd involved. Sure. Right. And so it was a bad day. <laughs> so I ended up going to a consultation mm. to uh, to get a hair transplant. Mm-hmm. They told me it would take two to three procedures uh, over a course of, of years, and each one mm-hmm. would would take me about sixteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I didn't know how I could go home and tell my wife, look, 45 grand, you know, I'm Mm going to get my hair done. So uh, I was bummed out. I called my wife. But on the way home, I I thought of this idea. And so by the time I got home, my wife was like, you don't look as sad as you sounded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I have an idea. So I applied for every hair transplant company in the country out of California Mm-hmm. Because I figured if I could get a job mm-hmm. with a hair transplant company where I didn't have to do an in-person interview, yeah. right, then yeah. they wouldn't see my hair loss. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't see my hair loss and they hired me and I came on, they can't fire me smart. for my hair loss. Right? Very smart. So yeah. they'd have to mm-hmm. give me a free hair transplant. That's right. Yeah. So I did. And uh, by by 9 o'clock that night, I had applied for every hair transplant company in the country out of California. And by 11 a.m. the next morning, I took a job in, in Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. And I drove out there with my hair transplant, my first one. What? Yeah. And so the idea was my wife didn't even move with me. She stayed here in California. Boy, because, your wife is really, really nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is an incredible woman. She's like, I got <laughs> to let him do his, human. you know, I got to let him get this yeah. out. Yeah. You know? I'm one of those guys. You tell me not to eat that cupcake. You're I'm eating the cupcake. I'm going to eat the whole box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she knew I had to get this out of my system. Um, but I ended up falling in love with with what it does to people mm-hmm. uh-huh. when you when you change them. And and I realized that just like I was upset at Disneyland and I made sure everybody around me was upset, I never thought about the idea of when you do something for yourself, you also want to share that. Mm-hmm. And so because of my joy and feeling good about myself, I was able to make others around me. Uh, feel good too. I love that. Yeah, it it kind of comes full circle, and you you realize some philosophical, you know, things when you take care of yourself. That's mm-hmm. very true. That yeah. is very true. You we look good, yeah. you feel good. That's what my patient says. That's very true. It's and true. you say that too. I do. She also I says it. I on the prize all the time. <laughs> that, that rings in the back of my head. Yeah. So how did you two connect? Tell us a little bit about Brandy. Like you had gone to Chris. Yes. You had heard about his services. Mm-hmm. I ha- I think I found you on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I was looking for scar camouflaging for my tummy tucks um, incisions and I had been going out to LA to a different scar camouflage person and I had hyperpigmentation. Okay. So she kept saying, you know, do these treatments, get, you know, it will help. It was like Pico, I've done everything, Pico, mm-hmm. Fraxel, CO2, I was doing it all. Um, and so she just said, you got to get, you can't do it until the color is out of it or it will eventually turn gray. So I think I had actually messaged you yeah. and asked about that because I didn't want gray incisions. <laughs> so, um, and then it just kind of fell off the radar for a little bit. And then I came back to you a few months ago. 
Um, and then that's that's how we found each other. And it just so happened you're in the same, well, right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> same city right down the street. Honestly, I had no idea we even had this. And like, as I was looking through your services, I was like, oh my gosh, I could totally you do You feel that. like you need it all? I was like, yeah, <laughs> this sounds awesome. I mean, it's so cool. I it's So anyway, so you went through your hair restoration yeah. period of your life. Yeah. So I was with that company. I ended up staying with them for about four years and I was pretty good at it. When you uh -huh. feel good, mm -hmm. you, you know, it's, it's easy to convince other people that they want to feel good too. Yeah. Who'd you go to? Cause people are going to ask us. Yeah. That. I went to Bosley medical oh, Bosley, hair restoration. Of course. Mm -hmm. Right. Good old Dr. Bosley. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I ended up taking over an office in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. I had a, a client come in for a consultation and I was a little annoyed because he had a full head of hair. Mm -hmm. It was shaved. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. short, but he had a full head of hair. And I thought, this guy's going to ruin my conversion rate. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? This jerk. I, so I said, what are you doing, man? Your hair looks great. Yeah. And he said, thank you. It's not my hair. It's a tattoo. What? You're yeah. like, wait, hold on. <laughs> right. And and at this time, it wasn't being done in the U.S., really. It was, he had gone to the U.K. to have it done. It That took me by, by surprise to the point where just, I guess, jumping out, like mm -hmm. uh, getting the hair transplant when I, you know, didn't want to pay for it. I immediately thought to myself, this is an opportunity that I might be able to do. Mm -hmm. um, so eventually we started doing the hair tattoos. I left the hair transplant industry and I ended up in Brazil on a trip. While I was there, I heard about a guy named Rodolfo Torres and he was tattooing over stretch marks. Right. And that's where you get the name, the mm -hmm. Brazilian stretch mark camouflage. Yeah. Stretch marks are, are typically hypo, mm -hmm. right? They're lighter than your skin. Uh, kind of like the zebra feel. mark, like zebra a zebra stretch. mark. Yeah. yeah. So we'll call them, yeah, we'll call them uh, lightning bolts if they're, if they're uh -huh. small and there's a bunch of them. And then you got tiger stripes. Those mm -hmm. are big and textured, but it sounded reasonable, right? He's, he's not doing anything, but adding color to an area that needs color. So we came back. I talked to my wife. We added it to our services, but. But everybody that came in for a consultation didn't have hypopigmentated stretch marks. They had hyperpigmentated surgical scars. Hmm. And I thought, ah, I hated to leave it on the table. And I hated the idea that I couldn't help somebody. Mm -hmm. So... I'm the weirdo that, <laughs> that said, you know, I, when you Google, can you make something darker on the skin lighter? Yeah. It, you know, Google yeah. says, no, it's impossible. Just like the cupcake thing, right? You yeah. tell me I can't have one, I'm going to eat the whole box. <laughs> yeah. So I took the, the darkest pigment that, that was made, triple black, and I blacked out my upper thigh. <laughs> and my wife was furious. And I told her, when, when do I ever wear booty shorts? Yeah. yeah. Right? Outside of the house. Like, no one's going to see it. Plus, uh -huh. the goal is to make it go away. Yeah, right. right? And so I broke it down into uh, into sections, and it took me about a year, and I made it look like my skin again. That is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what people can do today and what they can figure out yeah. is really fascinating. Yeah. I well, mean, stubborn people, right? Or <laughs> yeah. stubborn people. Yeah. But I mean, it's so cool because there's just so many skin disorders are so psychologically damaging to people oh. it's hard on them it's very yeah. hard you know yeah. we have teenagers with acne and like what they feel i mean mm -hmm. i can't imagine dealing with like a real real skin issue that you can't fix and yeah, yeah. and what a joy it would be once you can once you have an answer to that and 
Yeah, the passion. And how many people you can help. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it stirs up a passion in somebody, right? Yeah. You, you can't have somebody come into your shop and say, I was making chicken nuggets 27 years ago yeah. and the grease caught on fire. My husband came in and, and poured water on it. And so it got her her uh, her arm, her leg, and her oh my other gosh. leg. This they is took a true story, grafts. right? Yeah, absolutely. And she said, so she's got two arms mm-hmm. that are covered in third degree burns, and then they took grafts from her from her legs. So she, you know, when somebody says, "I haven't worn a dress or shorts or a, a short sleeve, you know, mm-hmm. shirt in twenty seven yeah. years," you're like, "I want to help, help that this person, person. Yeah. Yeah. right? Like, yeah." I want her to have a photo shoot mm-hmm. after 27 yeah. years, yeah. you know? And so my, my wife always jokes, if I see three people in a day, I'm going to break down with one of them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a consultation where they're telling me or it's yeah. it's a, a results day or whatever it is, you can't help but but stir a fire and a passion. And so now it's something that I'm, I'm over the moon about. Although we've put a lot of work and mm-hmm. time, not, you know, nothing mm-hmm. like this. Uh, happens overnight. Well, but- and you really have to be a real artist. Like we've talked mm-hmm. about this on this podcast before. Some of the people or the the businesses that we've had in here that there's like a real artist in them that comes from all of this that are right. people are really, really good at it. Yeah. And and here's how my wife will again. Like right? not everyone can do this. <laughs> no, Let's so we're not that. drawing, right? I'm, I'm, right? I'm not drawing anything, which it happens to be that that anytime, you know, e- even what we discuss, what we're called mm-hmm. uh, and the word tattoo comes up, you know, people don't really understand what we do until I show them pictures. Yeah. Um, and I kind of felt that way too. And Brandy started, Brandy will find any um, unique service that is the best. She mm-hmm. is very good at that. Um, she'll find the best product and she does a lot of research and and she will act on it. And so um, when she was telling me about you, I was like, oh, this is so interesting and I'm going to look into it and we'll go into some of your other areas that you work on and have fixed cosmetically. But it's so cool. It's right here in Redlands and I should say your name again and it is spelled, it's the nude... And it's tattoo T A T U. Right, and and so co- even coming up with that name, right? Mm-hmm. Why That's did we, a super you know, cool name. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And your branding is so great. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It well, is. thank you. It comes from the idea of people being confused, right? Th- this mm-hmm. industry is under ten years old. We've been doing it for about eight. And so when I do describe it to people, you know, it's called micropigmentation or paramedical tattoos. An industry that's so new like this, people are trying to get what's going to make the most sense. Mm-hmm. And so one day we were at target we're walking to to check out and there was an employee and i i I was shocked when i saw this employee walking up to me you know i whispered to my wife hey that girl's not wearing any pants (laughs) and she and she you know looked at me like confused and she said no those are nude leggings yeah yeah i used to have some and literally far enough away they look like they're not wearing yeah i was like she's not like a really light brown i can't tell you how many people thought they'd be like oh my god i thought you weren't wearing any pants and i was like do you think i would be walking around the store with like no pants on like really midlife crisis or something well there's a lot of guys out there they'd probably be like yeah let's do it let's get rid of the pants i was like really (laughs) like these these nude leggings like i've got to go yeah yeah, and so I thought, well, that's terrible for pants. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that might help us describe what we do. So yeah. we said nude tattoo 
Because it's not, when you get a traditional tattoo, it's made to stand out on you. Right. right? And a nude tattoo, like the pants maybe, would show that, no, we're, we're making something on you disappear, right? Like that girl didn't look like she had right, pants. Right. So if you don't look like you're wearing your scars, mm-hmm. then and and then we we wanted to change the name of tattoo because again, when yeah. when we first had it out, you know, we'd get calls, you know, Sunday morning messages from somebody seeing our sign and saying, "Hey man, the bars <laughs> closed." You know, and we'd look at the yeah, time yeah. and it was after 2 when all the bars closed and they'd be like, "Me and my buddy want to get matching tattoos, oh, bro." Yeah. You know, and we'd be like, "Well, we're not that kind of tattoo you place." You just saved right. them a bad decision unless right. they found somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm sure I they give found you a some. third areola. Yeah. <laughs> what would you, you know, like? Well, we we have people that come to us to have their tattoos <laughs> removed. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because of those bad late nights. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is bad decisions. Uh, talking about uh, tattoo removal is because there's anything, you know, skin discoloration, a mm-hmm. tattoo can mm-hmm. fall into that category. But here's how dumb I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really smart in, in <laughs> certain what areas. We do in certain areas, right? <laughs> Are we all so, have strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> I had a client and we're doing breast aug and, and a tummy tuck scar. As we're starting, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a talkative person. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time with, with my clients. And so we get to know each other. And she says, so I have this rose tattoo on my breast and I've had 37 laser sessions. Oh my She'd gosh. been working on it for 11 years. What? And you could still see it. Yeah. Right? She said, can you remove this? And I said, no, you have to get laser. Yeah. yeah. Right? And as I'm working on her dark scars. And so she looked a little confused. She left. She came back a month later to do another session. And she goes, you know, what's this story you, tell, you, you, you told me about tattooing your leg? Uh-huh about how to figure out how to, you know, remove dark scars. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can remove tattoos. Oh, she just called you out. (laughs) Yeah, but that's how dumb I am. I did it with, with, you know, the purpose Mm -hmm. to to be able to work on, you know, birthmarks and and dark scars. I didn't even realize that, yeah, tattoos Mm -hmm. can be gone too. So... Yeah, (laughs) it's really so this is hilarious. So we were having this conversation with our daughter who is 14 years old. And um, this was just last week. And she was like, she loves gymnastics. And she's like, when I get older, I'm getting a gymnastic tattoo. And we're like, she's gonna gonna (laughs) regret that. And we said, I said, oh, really? I said, and exactly what would it be? And she's like, well, I don't know, but something with gymnastics, because I love it so much. And I Isn't said, Isn't she quitting after this season? This is her last <laughs> season. And I, she's like, but I love it so much. And it's been such a big part of my life. And my husband and I are sitting there and I'm like, and she is one of these, like you, that if you mm-hmm. tell her no, she will do. Yeah. Exactly she's going a hundred times tempered. that direction. Mm-hmm. So yep. we have to, we have to learn how to like, I don't want to say manipulate. Well, that's what but you're influence doing. Her <laughs> influence right. influence her decisions. Influence her influence her choice. Heavily influence her choices. Persuade. Persuade. Yeah. And so I'm like, interesting. I said, you know, what I, from our life experience, I probably wouldn't get a tattoo till I'm 30. I told our girls, wait till you're at least 35, 40. I because feel then like, you'll get something that you won't regret. Exactly. And I feel like from all of our, like our friend pool or whatever, mm-hmm. like the one, the ones that stick are like after 30 after 35 yeah. you know like not the two I'm currently getting removed <laughs> <laughs> well 
and a lot of our other friends, you know, um, get th- different tattoos removed through different surgical procedures or whatever, you know, right. but hey, like, great. And so it was just so funny because like we literally just had this conversation and tattoos are such a big part of our culture now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Huge. it used to kind of label yeah. you in some way. It's not like that anymore. No. You know, my husband's in the medical profession and, you know, your husband is and it's mm-hmm. like to be fully sleeved um, yeah. is wasn't you would have to wear a long sleeve and like mm-hmm. things are changing drastically. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it, it came from a time. And with that comes good decisions and bad decisions. And bad decisions, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. Hopefully there's enough of a story going on, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a lot of those regrets happen to be those late night bar mm-hmm. excursions uh-huh. or 16 names, year old right? bad decisions yeah. that yeah. you think you want, but a you tramp don't. stamp later in life. Right. No, you You're don't. like, you know what? I thought those dancing dolphins were a really good idea. Emma, <laughs> yeah. right. where was the parental consent? Where is the guidance like, here? Where from? is, yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing now, though, is that, you, you know, there, there's these companies that, you know, if you send them your design, they'll print you out a temporary tattoo. Right. And oh, they're, they're really genius. great quality. They can yeah, last up I've to like three this. months if they're taken care of. Right. So that yeah. that's a good way of saying, okay, look, sit with this for a year. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, get get a mm-hmm. couple, you know, temporary tattoos made and, and see. And see if you like it. It's so fun. And oh, then you, you can take it that for Reed after she it's her last season and make her wear it and say, How do you like it now? Right. That's a great idea. Right? She would actually love yeah. that. Christmas is It'd coming. It'd be like a power yeah. power play. Actually, oh, sure. I'm going to do that for Christmas. That is a great idea. Yes. But yes. then everyone's going to think I let my 14-year-old get like a real tattoo. Oh, well, sure. Well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. People are going to judge you one way or That's, another. That We know that for sure. So Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what do you... So the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, your areola procedures. Sure. Because tell us a little bit about that. Who is a good candidate for that? Who's not a good candidate for that? Is everyone a candidate for that with, you know, is it just breast cancer patients that you work on or tell us, tell us the, yeah, it, it the scope really, of that work. It can be, it can literally be anything. We, we get clients that think that their areolas are too big. Mm-hmm. We get clients that think their areolas are too dark. And, and then we get clients that have had some type of breast augmentation, whether it be a lift mm-hmm. or, you know, implants uh, and and usually, right, uh, for, for both the, the basic types of breast dog, you either have the lollipop scars or, or full anchors. Mm-hmm. And the lollipop, right, imagine a sucker. You've yeah. got a scar mm-hmm. that goes around the areola and then a down stem. Mm-hmm. The anchor is just added to the, like, a mm-hmm. underboob smiley face. Right. And so when there's a lift, they usually take the areola completely off and, and mm-hmm. move it. They, and, right. And so you get that scar around it. So... Uh, whether it's, you know, uh, camouflaging the scars around the areolas, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the times we'll even have like a piece of areola on an odd place of the mm-hmm. breast, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we can make them smaller. We can make them lighter. We can take the scars away. So wait, then you have an areola piece that is on a different part of the breast that's not the areola? Well, yeah, that's Help left over from the that. surgery. Oh, okay, so, got yeah. it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll, when they're doing the, the lift, right, no matter how big the, mm-hmm. the areola is, if, if you have the option of making it smaller, sometimes women decide, okay, mm-hmm. we'll make yeah. this smaller. So they'll cut out, you know, the center of yes. it. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. But if all that tissue doesn't need to be removed, then you might have a, a little, little leftover mm-hmm. areola. It. And so, you know, a lot of that stuff when it comes to scars, you know, the, the natural areola is there. So you've got the nipple that, that actually protrudes from the center. Whereas in a double mastectomy uh, client, they usually don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And so that can be an issue altogether. First off, you don't have anything, right? And so through the use of shadows uh, and, and techniques, you can make it look like the areola or the, the, the nipple in, mm-hmm. the, in the center is actually protruding, right? Although I, I, I would like to figure that out too, mm-hmm. because I, I, I do think that it's important to have the actual nipple protrude. And so there's some things that we're working on. I'm, I'm really big into discovering, right? And mm-hmm. pushing the limits, especially if you tell me it, it, it can't happen. Mm-hmm. But there's some ideas we're cooking up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can, we can implement some of that. We've been using um, filler for that okay. too. Right. Like oh, interesting. Dermal fillers to, I mean, you can't protrude it that much, mm-hmm. but you can give it more of a shape. Yeah. You want, you want, uh, although you don't want cat calls, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't want, really want somebody yeah. in your office saying, oh, it must be nippy outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But right. with that being said, that idea. You're, uh, you mean they're at full attention all the time? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Full salute. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You can't hang your dry cleaning. No. You know? yeah, uh, no. Right. No. So. But yeah, there's some interesting ideas, you know, uh, there's even things like body modification artists that will implant a little silicone tattooish mm-hmm. style things, right? So if anybody's ever seen the horns, the horns on, mm-hmm. right, on somebody's mm-hmm. forehead, now that's pretty extreme. But the idea behind that is a small slit where you're you're putting in this small silicone mm-hmm. mold. So there's some ideas that that we might be able to uh, to make people mm-hmm. um, have a place to hang their their dry cleaning <laughs> later on in life. Later on in life, yeah. right? What do you think has been the most successful with areola correction? What What do you think is like you're like you get a you know a customer in and you're like you know what. I'm going to, I can totally do that. That's going to be like, I don't even have to think about it. Well, there, I, I take that approach to everything. Okay. Right? So, and, and I get excited about the challenge, but as far as when it comes to anything, areola, there's a song, right? Feel like a woman mm-hmm. is the most important thing for a woman. However you want to feel, you have to feel that you have to embody it. And if you're missing that piece that is associated with with being a woman, it can be devastating, right? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, what <laughs> is your most successful outcome? Is it like the scarring? I mean, what I want to do is for our listeners out there that they're thinking, I need this procedure done, or maybe they've been looking at some scarring from plastic surgery, or possibly they've had breast cancer, and they're like, am I a candidate? Everybody is a candidate, Okay. right? Now, that has to be put into perspective a little bit, right? This There's this idea that because they're tattoos, this may be a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. Scars are tough. Yeah. And so with that, we can guarantee what we do mm-hmm. because we take the person into perspective. Mm-hmm. Meaning uh, when we started off, some people took three sessions and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a firm believer that it takes at least three. And then three sessions is, three is sessions. like a benchmark kind of. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. For I what just we did have my to third. do. You just did your mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so, but the the average client takes about five. Okay. But because some take three and some take five, you also have to consider that, well, some take four, some take six. Yeah. And so we do this until it's done, right? Taking in, into account what we see the skin doing, right? Mm -hmm. How much inflammation when, when these, because scar tissue is damaged tissue. Yeah. Right? It's dense and, and thick. And different uh, different skin tones, different, eth like, mm -hmm. how do you right. feel about ethnic skin tones? Like, do they take it well or do they not? Because I know for here, we always have mm -hmm. to kind of guide people like they want a CO2 laser, but maybe it's not the right thing for their ethnic background. And mm -hmm. is it that the same for you? Yeah. The way we kind of remedy that is by taking our time, right? Because you're always worried about permanent hyperpigmentation. Now, anytime you upset the skin, mm -hmm. right? Uh, even from scratching yourself, right? You get skin irritation, you get inflammation, you get that redness. And so we might have a longer healing period mm -hmm. to where we're not continuously, you know, aggravating the skin. Mm. And so it it's just becomes a matter of how aggressive you are mm -hmm. and, and how quickly mm -hmm. you see that client in, which all of this can be extremely confusing for the client. Why am I pushed out so mm -hmm. far? Yeah. You know, and so ultimately And you have to let it heal before you're in between your treatments, right? Right. And so usually we're we're like somewhere between six and, and twelve weeks, depending mm -hmm. on ethnicity, type of scar, all that stuff. And we'll get calls from people after three days, hey, my skin's healed. Why mm -hmm. do I have to wait another 11 mm -hmm. weeks? Well, your your skin is no longer an open wound yeah. for yeah. sure, right? But just like a bruise, right? It's well, got to uh, heal. Yeah, it's, it's got to heal. And that dark discoloration uh, takes time to go away. So we're not looking for your skin to no longer be an open wound. Yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. Your skin is, it's not an open wound. It's healed. And now, does it scab like... And that's what you want to avoid. Okay. Right. So it will. Anytime you you have an open wound, it wants to fill, you know, mm -hmm. and, and coagulate and dry out and become a hard crusty yeah. scab. And so that's the importance of aftercare, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Just like mm -hmm. the things that you guys do. Um, there's always some type of aftercare. And so we want to keep the area moisturized enough to where, yes, you will get peeling and flaking. Mm -hmm. Um but the, the only goal of aftercare is not let it become a hard, crusty scab like we get on our knees when we're kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And as long as we avoid that, then we're in pretty good shape. Now, what is the ideal age of a scar to start? Like, so that, that can vary. That's a good question. Right, yeah. So uh, in a perfect world, the scar is a year plus. Mm -hmm. um, and why is that? There's, there's a few factors, right? But most of it is if the body has done what it's supposed to be doing, right? Because you're going to go through different color changes, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be much more aggressive in the beginning and it's going to kind of taper out. Plus that, that skin was sutured back together, right? So that bond mm -hmm. needs enough time. Uh, if you go into it with a bunch of needles, right? You, yeah. you have the, the ability to create more scar tissue and, and damage. And so in the industry itself, you know, uh, the ideal candidate is a year plus. Now we can go into scars a lot sooner than that, but it's because we've taken not only the time to figure out how, but through maybe microneedling, right? Anytime you do something to the skin, you're going to release what's called your fibroblast cells. And mm -hmm. I, I hate that there's a procedure called fibroblast <laughs> because it, it, there's literally, yeah. uh, you know, cells in your body, fibroblast cells, those are your wound healing mm -hmm. cells and they go to that area. So if we can, if we can constantly allow your body to release those fibroblast cells, then we can speed up 
your overall healing time, making that area accessible for us to get into, right? And everyone's body composition is so different, mm-hmm. right? We're all so unique and everyone's skin tone texture is so and different. You, so yeah. Everybody heals differently. It's true. It's so, true. Well, that's the thing about scars, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the doctor that does yeah. the procedure. You can have a, a, a botched tummy tuck, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. with that being said, we've literally had two clients in the office at the same time. One had gone to TJ. And then we've had somebody in the other room from Dr. Dubrow. Yeah. And they're both there for their scars. Interesting. Right? Now, one, you know, if you if you examine the actual tummy tuck, you know, and all that, what they have no control over is the scar. Right. Which is what we take in consideration when the idea that we decided to do this um, for the individual and do it until it's done uh, is because if, if somebody's going to be done in three sessions and somebody's going to be done in eight, even somebody with the, let's say, a, a breast dog scar, mm-hmm. you think it's the same scar. Well, no, it, the incision could have been cut differently. Yeah. We see that a lot with tummy tucks where the center below the belly button can be a little bit more hardcore than, mm-hmm. than let's say, the, the sides. Mm-hmm. And so you really got to take it into perspective, even when it comes down to, let's say, taking the word camouflage, right? Mm-hmm. We know the word camouflage from the military, right? You want to be disguised. Right. And so it's, it's just like those pictures where you're supposed to find, you know, somebody hidden in the trees. Mm-hmm. The way we look at, and, and maybe this is the artistic side, you know, coming out is when we see clients, let's say with stretch marks on the bum bum. So you've got bum bum stretch marks. Mm-hmm, right. And and especially with with more genetic stretch marks, they're they're not as textured, but they're like a lightning storm, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're all over. Mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at a bum bum with lightning stretch marks yeah. and thought to myself, okay, we've got like 700 stretch marks here. I can tattoo color into each one of them individually. But looking at it, I realized I only have like three or four areas of natural skin. Mm-hmm. So I didn't touch a single stretch mark. You touched the I surroundings. I actually... Yeah camouflage the surrounding skin because this is all about making your eyes move past it huh right when our eyes only only focus on something Mm -hmm. that stands out when it comes to scars and things like that that scar is not going away Mm -hmm. you'll always have that scar maybe we can work on some texture because just like microneedling for texture our needles are going in Mm -hmm. uh, almost even more targeted you know wise in our needle configurations the micro needling appointments are going to soar after this episode <laughs> there you go but it, but it can I'm also like what derma roller did you uh, give to your mother <laughs> yeah it, it's all about how you go about anything right there's a right way and a wrong way and you know it, it's unfortunate yeah. when when we have the availability of all these things but you know, good direction needs to be. It's mm-hmm. true. And I mean, like that, and when you see as many people as you do with mm-hmm. all these different problems or, or situations that they want to make look better, it's not really, I mean, that's when you really get the, the education is just by trying and mm-hmm. striking out or making it work or trial right. by fire. Trial by <laughs> fire. So you never want to trial by fire with a client. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully my legs are definitely a testament. I mean, not only did I learn dark scars you know from the from the tattooing of my leg but 
We also had a lot of clients. Remember, in a in a new industry, you're going to get people that are after the money, mm-hmm. which I had an early lesson on that that I'm so grateful for is if you if you chase the money, you're not going to make any. No. Right? You might mm-hmm. make some for a little bit, but you're going to get called out. Yeah. If you focus on the person, which is why we don't do this by the session, we do this by the client. You know, we don't want to break a bo- You know, we don't mm-hmm. want to sell clients a three pack and then mm-hmm. have to break up with them after that yeah. three pack and either say, look, it's not us, it's you, your skin sucks. Yeah. And we have clients that come to us and tell us that places say that, yeah. you know, or you can buy, you know, if you call within the next 10 minutes, we'll sell you another three pack. Right. And then is it just you who does it or is, do you have multiple people? Yeah. So we have, we have two former clients. I, I've never been a huge advocate of training mm-hmm. for a few reasons. Mainly it's because there's a lot to learn and I didn't feel like I could do the training justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started off with apprenticeships. And so we have two former clients that apprenticed with us for a year. I feel like you need to go through, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Um, yeah, we've we've got two girls that are artists there, full-fledged and help us out. But when it comes to new things, right? Like during their apprenticeship, mm-hmm. the first skin that they ever got into was on my legs. Yeah. You know, and we had clients that were getting these done from other places and coming to us with orange skin. Mm-hmm. Now it makes complete sense. It's sad that it didn't make sense to the practitioners, but a lot of traditional tattoo pigment is going to have red molecules, right? Warm mm-hmm. pigment. And mm-hmm. if you, even if you match that skin, right, you wipe it on the skin and it looks like a perfect skin color match. Well, it's not going on top of the skin. It's going mm-hmm. inside the skin. And, and then it changes. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. if there's warm molecules in that pigment, it's going to turn orange. So when we started to get this influx of orange clients, I tattooed my leg orange. Interesting. Right. <laughs> to figure my wife out didn't how, think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, and then what about, it? does it hurt? I mean, and you talk about also on your, um, on your website, on your page about like dark, intimate areas. This is another yes. area you guys treat. And I just thought, oh my God, that must hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know what those she areas are. That in the back. I she, mean, I'm like, I didn't yeah. even know that was yeah, a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a thing. Yeah. And then also under eye circles, dark circles. Yeah. yeah That's it, crazy. Again, it's it's one of those things, you know, you, you see what's kind of going on out there and you, you're trying to take it into perspective and see what you can do with it. When we talk about intimate areas, it's usually the armpits of the legs, mm-hmm. right? In, in between the legs. And then when it comes to what we would say, the anus region, <laughs> right. it's we're more so if you were, if you were a professional twerker, right? It's where <laughs> right. those cheeks clap together. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Right? So the inside, yeah. kind of, yeah. which if you're wearing a thong, I guess would, would show. It's yeah. Inside yeah. of the of the we cheeks. We got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not actually doing the uh, the brown winking eye. No. You're going to be okay. researching this yeah. procedure yeah, we later. Should be really clear because someone's <laughs> going to hear this and ask for that service. Yes, it's true. You must have a lot of funny stories when you go to dinner parties oh. with people. <laughs> so, my stories. Uh, I'm I'm a storyteller. My you daughter's are a name storyteller. is You're story. a very good one. And I mean, like, well, well, whenever we have people on this podcast, we never know which way mm-hmm. it's going to go. Yeah. This has been a very easy take. She, didn't, she must like it because she didn't cut you off yeah. at 20 minutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know. It's, and we do, need to, we do need to wrap it up. Thank you so much for your time today. This Thank is like such a Thank fascinating you. topic in such a new industry. You said it's only like, what, 10 years old about. Yeah, it's, we've been it's yeah, kind of in doing its it for infancy. about eight, but yeah, so but new. 
new. I just love if you look at your IG page or website, and we will we will tag all of this. It is so fascinating to see how you have helped so many people through all these different procedures, and it's it's so great to have innovators like you that come to the table with things that will help people mentally, physically, and it's really great. Mm-hmm. I get just as much out of it. Uh, honestly, they're, they're more like therapy sessions, you know, sure. I mean, we work on making people happy in their own mm-hmm. skin, right? I say plastic, right. Plastic surgery makes you look good in clothes and nude tattoos make you look good naked, but no, it's, it's a love and it's a, it's a passion. And, um, yeah, we're, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, thank you so much for joining us thank and you for, for you guys me. listening you. out there. It's the nude tattoo T-A-T-U. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.